Hello. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to Simple Advocate. Let's get simple in how we live out our lives for Christ. Talking through practical explanations to real questions. Mm. Hi, everybody. What's up? It's me, Garrett. And Zuzu. Yeah, we're your co-hosts. We're back at it again. <laughs> Good morning. Good, Good night. afternoon. Good night. Good Good, Good day. Good night. Hello. Have some sweet dreams. Good night. <laughs> Wait, no, come back. <laughs> no, wait, no, we're not done. We're just starting. <laughs> so funny. Um, okay, so last week we talked about uh, the habits as a new believer or just the habits in general um, and how those are supposed to not stem from a place of completing laws or rules or anything or a checklist even, but more so a place of glorifying the Lord and being in relationship with him more. And then this week, what we want to do is we want to talk about the church. And that kind of falls along the same ha- the same line as habits. Yeah. Um, but it's a little bit different because it's not just between you and the Lord, but it's between everybody and the Lord. Yeah. Um, but we figured that the best way to probably start this is by talking about what the church means because it's, it's different for, for everybody. Yeah. So actually, as for there's only going to be so many people out there that are interested in this, <laughs> but the word church in Greek is the word ekklesia, and that word translates to like assembly, community, church. Mm-hmm. So it's not just this this word of like you know oh I'm going to go to church. It was it 10 also on Sunday. <laughs> yeah exactly it was and it was it was a word that was also used for things that, that weren't exactly the church, like a lawful kind of assembly, like a court of law kind of thing. It was also used for that sort of um, explanation of a group of gathering of people. So the word church in the Greek, it ju- it means assembly. It means community. Mm-hmm. It means a closeness of, of people that, that, are, that are there on one accord. So that's just an interesting underscoring line to yeah. have as we go into this episode about the church. Yeah. And I think I think for a lot of people, and even for myself when I was younger, the word church was, again, something you go to on Sunday um, at 10 a.m. And then you left it like, what, 12, 11, something yeah. like that. And then that was it. But I think something that will help make, quote unquote, church more beautiful is understanding that it's not just... A checklist as well you know the same way that we talked about the habits it's not just a checklist it's a way to glorify the lord and the church doesn't necessarily mean sunday morning it, it church is a group of people that you can become one with that you can be in community with that you can glorify the lord with yeah so as a new believer in the church it is it's it's more than okay mm-hmm. to just go and learn and to worship god and to be getting something out of the service without necessarily um, giving all your time or effort. Yeah. But there should be a moment that you that there's a, a switch where this, there's a realization of these people around me are serving me because they know Jesus and they love him mm-hmm. and, and because they've been called to love the community around them, which would include you or anybody or any new believer. So a good a good understanding of this would be to there is a time period when you are first going to church where you're just learning and gleaning the knowledge cuz you know not everybody has it all figured out sometimes and you just have to understand and sometimes people need to you know check the boxes in their head yeah. to to make sure that they're doing what what the spirit's calling them to do or or anything along those lines so it's good to know that that when you're when you're going to the church 
there should be a moment where you are you feel like you're allowed to sit down and learn and not and worship and and praise God but not necessarily worry about serving yeah I think so when I came to UVF and this is UVF is a little bit different than church but this is kind of I think a helpful explanation maybe but when I was coming to UVF I just started my like a real relationship with the Lord where I was ready to walk with him and like live my life for him and so when I came to school my first mindset was like I am going to be selfish (laughs) and I and the way I mean like selfish with the Lord like I needed some time to really focus on the Lord and let it just be him and me because I'm someone who likes to do a lot so if I wasn't selfish at first I would have just gotten busy and and I wouldn't have gotten to know the Lord, you know what I mean? And I think in the same way with the church, that especially if you're a new believer, you're allowed to come in and be like, I'm going to be selfish with the Lord. I'm gonna, <laughs> I hear my heart when I say that. And just meaning like you're allowed to take care of your relationship with the Lord and figure out what that looks like first, obviously, especially if you're a new believer. Because it's, I think the more that you figure out and the more you understand in the beginning, the more powerful foundation you will have in the Lord. Yeah, absolutely. And I think uh, a key undertone to all of this is that you should, there should be a moment where where your heart turns to serving those around you because of you, how you know God. And I think the relationship with Jesus and how it translates into serving mm-hmm. the community around you, being the church and also the community that's not part of the church, um, it should it should stem from a place of loving God so much that you want to love his his bride the church you mm-hmm. know that you want to love the body of christ which is which is the community of of uh, that is the church yeah and and that that should come out of a place of of loving god it shouldn't come out of a place of my pastor told me to so i absolutely have to mm-hmm. it, it needs to come out of your own heart with your own willingness with your own um laying down of your time and going I want to do this because of the way that God has affected me, because of the way that, you know, God's spoken to me. Yeah. So unlike the first thought, or, or the fir- when we ask why do we go to church, the first initial thought is like, well, I go for me. You know what I mean? And that's okay to an extent. But then the second thought, the more that you get to know the Lord is, well, I go actually for everybody except for me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You go to you go to serve. You go to be in community. And, and again, you can sit in service and learn and and. I'm not saying that you won't learn, but I'm saying that your first thought should be, what can I do to serve other people around me right now? What can I do to be in community and to be used by the Lord on Sundays? <laughs> yeah. And and when it comes to, uh, there's, a, there's a huge mind shift that, that happens when when you're going to church and you're just gleaning for yourself. It is, it's a good thing to do that, but there's a mind shift between going and getting fed on Sunday and leaving the church building on Sunday and then going and doing your own digging in the word of God, Mm. you know, going and having your own relationship with him, going out on a coffee date and just sitting there with God, you know, thinking about all the ways that he's blessed you or loved on you. And this is, it's, it's important to know that, that when you get more into the um, service mentality of church, it ends up being from an abundance of of knowing who mm. God is. It's not it's yeah. not something that you found that you've discovered that you've mustered up within yourself. It's it's from God and it's from the way that He's affecting your life. Yeah. And the more time you spend with Him, the more you're gonna want to love the community around you. Yeah. So just like a, a rephrase it, like it, so 
to to be in service on Sundays, meaning that you don't go to be served. The only way that you can do that is by spending time with the Lord, with the presupposition that you are being filled and that you have an overflow to give out to other people. Um, yeah, and this overflowing leads into the fruits of the Spirit, which yeah. we're actually going to read a little bit of Scripture because, hallelujah, am I right? <laughs> a little bit of Scripture should always be the focus. So we're going to look at Galatians five sixteen. So if you want, open up your Bibles and you can read it. Yeah, with we'll us. give you a few seconds to get there. Okay, you better be there. All right, you should have paused. Anyway, here we go. <laughs> okay, so Galatians five sixteen. It says, "But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not carry out the desires of the flesh, for the desire of the flesh is against the Spirit." And the spirit against the flesh. For there, for these are in opposition to one another in order to keep you from doing whatever you want. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Now the deeds of the flesh are evident, which are sexual immorality, impurity, indecent behavior, idolatry, witchcraft, hostilities, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, carousing, and things like these, of which I forewarn you, just as I have forewarned you that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Mm. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Now those who belong to Christ Jesus crucified the flesh with its passions and desires, if we live by the Spirit, let's follow the Spirit as well. Yeah, so how this verse ties into being a part of the community, these fruits of the Spirit, of the Holy Spirit living inside of you, which you, which, which happens when you invite the God who created everything to, to be your Savior, mm-hmm. this, this, the fruits of it being in your life, or to simpler terms, the the things that it brings out of you because it's inside of you mm-hmm. is it would be love and peace. And these things can be seen through the way that you um, talk to the community around you or just um, interact with the community around you yeah. or just or just how you are in the community around you. You know, it may, for some people, it might mean that when you get cut off on the road, you don't scream or you know, flip the bird or something oh like goodness. that, you know, like you, 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 you love them and you forgive them. And that's how people should know you. They should know you by your love and how you, and how the, the fruits of the spirit, they should know you by that and not, and not the fruits of the flesh or, yeah. Yeah. So, so as we're spending time with the Lord again, our, our goal shouldn't be, I'm spending time with the Lord to gain fruits and I'm spending time with the Lord to start to look good, um, in Christ, because that's not the ideas. It's I'm spending time with the Lord to get to know Him, but inevitably, as we spend, excuse me, as we spend time with the Lord, those will bear fruits, and that's what we talked about here. And um, one of our professors slash staff members here at UVF, I like the way he said it because it's just funny. His name's Andy Lynn, and he said um, that your fruits are for other people, and they're not for you to eat. They're for other people to eat. If you eat your own fruit, that's just gross. <laughs> <laughs> But as you bear fruit, you're you're allowed to give those away. Like you're like in a moment where someone is struggling and they yell at you, you give them peace and and patience. You know what I mean? And they're like, "Whoa, who's that?" And you're like, "Ah, 
Jesus, Jesus gave me those fruits and I was able to give them to you. Um, so as we're spending time with the Lord, that will begin to grow in our time at the church, begin to grow in our time with service and allow us to be uh, more like the Lord because we're laying down our time and yeah, our lives. Absolutely. So as we close out this episode, I'm just going to pray and affirm all this over you guys mm-hmm. and the listeners. Lord, we just ask you that um, the fruits of, that that come from living a life unto you, Father, that that they just glorify you in the communities of the listener, Father. I pray, I pray that you just um, that you just show yourself and help yourself be known to them. Mm-hmm. That way, they 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 ha- they can have the peace and the and the love and the fruit of the spirit in their life. That way, that can go into the community around them and your love can be seen extravagantly. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Um, so our encouragement for you this week is go talk to a pastor or someone on staff at church and, and figure out ways that they need help and see if you can serve once a month. Yeah. All you need is once a month. Absolutely. Awesome. Great. See you. Have a good week. Bye.